Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. If you enjoy this podcast, then please consider giving it a rating and leaving some feedback in your podcast directory of choice. And if you really enjoy it, then why not share it with a friend? After all, we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research, which has found that seagrass can reduce coastal erosion by up to 70%, thanks to its root mats binding the sand. Sunken meadows swagger in the tides, awnings of green that lurch and lean and weave, leafy locks that tangle waves, dulling the corrosion of their coastal homes. In sandy dunes, matted roots take hold, unseen anchors that bind each grain against the coarse and ever-coming sea. This poem is inspired by recent research published in Marine Ecology Progress Series, which has found that seagrass roots strongly reduce coastal erosion rates in sandy sediments. Coastal erosion is a result of both human activities and natural environmental changes, resulting in coastal land being swallowed by seawater. Such erosion is a growing problem internationally because of sea level rise driven by climate change, increasing populations and development in coastal areas. At present, coastal erosion affects 70% of the sandy coasts across the globe, with many coastal villages and houses forced to move inland, squeezing the living space of humans, as well as destroying coastal biodiversity and ecological balance. Often the default solution for such erosion is to install expensive bulkheads or rock walls, yet many of these fail to hold up during storms and can also lead to further damage to the ecosystem. Another solution is to utilise nature's own defences against coastal erosion, with vegetated coastal ecosystems such as seagrass beds increasingly being promoted as sustainable storm and flood defence solutions as they reduce the energy of the incoming waves and therefore dampen the effects of erosion. However, while several studies have quantified the positive impact of above-ground seagrass canopies, there has been some uncertainty about the extent to which their roots contribute towards this impact. In this new study, Researchers found that the role of seagrass roots in preventing erosion likely stems from differences in sediment type. Common eelgrass is a seagrass species that is widespread throughout the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, and which thrives in both sandy and muddy sediments. By taking samples of eelgrass and placing them in a large tank capable of simulating waves, researchers were able to measure the extent to which the seagrass dampened any waves in both sandy and muddy environments. The results demonstrated that seagrass roots are very effective in reducing erosion rates in sandy sediments, with erosion reduced by up to 70%. In contrast, erosion rates in muddy sediments were low and unaffected by seagrass roots. This would seem to indicate that the seagrass roots are able to bind together the underwater dunes in sandy environments, effectively reinforcing them. These findings highlight the important role of seagrass roots in erosion mitigation, which has previously been overlooked compared to the role of above-ground canopies. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. Sunken meadows swagger in the tides, awnings of green that lurch and lean and weave, 
leafy locks that tangle waves, dulling the corrosion of their coastal homes. In sandy dunes, matted roots take hold, unseen anchors that bind each grain against the coarse and ever-coming sea. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading The Coast by Julia Randall. Julia Randall was an American poet, professor and environmental activist who was born in Baltimore, Maryland in 1924. She studied English at Bennington College and medicine at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine before earning an MA from the John Hopkins Writing Seminars. She published seven collections of poetry in her lifetime, including The Solstice Tree, published in 1952, Adam's Dream, published in 1969, and The Path to Fairview, published in 1992. Her many accolades include the Shelley Memorial Award of the Poetry Society of America, the Poets' Prize, as well as grants from the National Endowment of the Arts and the National Institute of Arts and Letters. An instructor at Goucher College, Towson University and the Peabody Conservatory, among other places, Randall retired from Hollins College in 1973 and moved to Glenarm, Maryland, in Maryland, she was an environmental activist working for the protection of the Long Green Valley. She moved to Vermont in 1987, where she lived until her death in 2005. The Coast by Julia Randall How arriving from any waste the heart leaps to the guiding coast. Without the eye's assurance, even our instruments and natural talents are poor props in the random troughs of hills and waters. Crest on crest, planet on planet, tries the chart of space. Even savage rocks after planes passed or surf run, miles of the sluggish river, years of stars, even the rocks' rude direction settles our task. There'll be dunes to cross, cliffs entering bays, but north, south, east or west, their line sets out a continent, bounds a home for inland exploration. May I return thus from the wilds of absence where I lose feature, being one with all the elements, wave with the drifted wave or light in air, blown seed with seed straight to the edge and centre of all my maps, my saving break in space, my love, not Caribbee to Columbus, gives better name or locates wandering faith, more sure than the wished-for dangers of your face. Thank you for listening to the Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>